Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here, to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What is up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I'm coming to you from the beautiful Las Vegas Today is Easter Sunday here in Vegas and I am recording this week's episode of the podcast because I've got a few days of travel coming up so I wanted to make sure that I definitely get out an episode for you guys this week and uh, and not fall behind. So the topic of today's episode is going to be what I've actually learned from training and traveling at the same time Um, and I sent this out to my email list earlier last week and got a really good response so I wanted to share it with you guys. There's eight points that I wanted to go across today um, about you know the things that I have picked up along the way um, after traveling and training at the same time because the last kind of few weeks I've been doing a lot of travel. Um, I always do a lot of training, obviously, and um, there's certain things that I think you guys can benefit from um, and I wanted to share with you in today's episode. So as I mentioned, it's Easter Sunday. I've got my uh, my chocolate here that I've just been smashing down. I've also just got back from the pool after having a few cocktails, so um, feeling good, feeling a bit lippy, so today's episode should be fun, um, <laughs> but we're going to get stuck into um, into the show. As I said, there's eight points I want to go across, um, so let's get stuck straight into it. So point number one or, or lesson number one that I've learned from training and traveling is that you need to listen to your, your body. Um, it's, in, it's extremely important. Um, you know, while I've been away, I've continued to target each muscle group at least twice per week, although I've really taken a step back and kind of just done what I felt like on the day. So over the span of seven days, I've targeted each muscle group twice, but I haven't necessarily stuck to the same kind of um, structured routine that I would normally stick to in terms of what days I'm training, what um, I've just kind of gone to the gym, see, you know, I, I see what's feeling sore, what's not feeling sore, and then train on that day. So typically what I've been sticking to over the past kind of few months has been an upper strength day, a lower strength day, and then an upper pull day, a lower day, and then an upper push day. So each muscle group twice per week, five days out of the seven. Whereas while I've been here, what I've been doing is actually six days per week, but doing kind of a push-pull leg split. So, um, and and the the order of those workouts has changed up a fair bit as well. So I've literally been going to the gym, uh, waking up in the morning, going, you know, what's sore today, what's not sore today, what did I train yesterday, what did I train the day before, how many times have I trained this muscle group this week, and and making sure that I train everything twice. And it's been enjoyable because, you know, I like to stick to structure and routine, but every now and then it does feel good to be able to go in and just kind of do what you feel like on the day. I've still been sticking to kind of one or two of my compound lifts that I've been doing over the past few months to make sure that I'm progressively overloading. But then just picking exercises that I feel like doing. And, um, you know, obviously while I'm traveling, the, the types of gyms that I've been in have changed up. You know, it's it's gone from one extreme to the other. So I've been a hotel gym where there's absolutely fuck all to use. And it's gone to the other end of the spectrum where I've been training at Gold's Gym where there's literally every piece of equipment that you could possibly ever want. And it's, it's like kind of like the mecca of training. So instead of sticking to a rigid plan, I've just been really listening to my body, training what I feel like on the day as long as I kind of um, train everything twice per week and make sure I'm ticking those boxes that I need to tick. So that's lesson number one. Number two is hydration is extremely important. Now, when traveling in particular, especially if you've been on a plane, you really need to prioritize your water and your hydration. 
And as soon as you don't prioritize it, you will definitely find out. It, you'll find out very quickly that you are dehydrated. Um, your energy levels will drop off. You'll feel a lot more lethargic and tired. Your performance will be shit. Um, you know, obviously, you, even even things like your skin and stuff tend to um, suffer when you're not hydrated. So while I'm traveling, uh, I really like to drink an absolute shitload of water. So you know, I'll, I'll have a sip now if you want. I'll just open up a freshie. So uh, just drinking a plenty of water while I'm here. And um, especially if while you're traveling, you're kind of enjoying yourself, having a few drinks and whatnot. Uh, it's even more important to make sure that you're having plenty of water to stay hydrated. Um, so that's lesson number two, which I think most people would probably know, but it's it's all, it's all kind of good to, to remind yourself that these things are very important because even though they seem so simple, they are very detrimental to your results. And I find that a lot of people... Um, tend to see hydration as not as important as what it actually is. Um, so that's probably at the top of my priority list at the moment. Lesson number three is that although sticking to certain movements is important for progressive overload, changing up your accessory exercise can be fun and and add great variety to your training, which can help with intensity and consistency. So as I said before, the types of gyms that I've been training in have definitely varied over the past few weeks in terms of what equipment I have available, um, how I feel on the day, whether I can actually be fuck training or not, um, whether I've had a big day walking around, whether I've had good sleep or bad sleep, whether I've been traveling. But you know, regardless of how I feel or what I've got going on that day, I'll always get my training done if I'm meant to be getting my training done. That's just kind of how I am. But I do tend to stick to very similar compound movements, uh, whether it be the same exercise, whether it be a similar movement, um, but I try and stick to consistent movements, I guess. Um, not necessarily exercise, but movements because I want to progressively overload those to make sure that I'm making progress with my training and my strength over time. Um, and to do that, you need to be consistent, obviously. So the first one or two movements are always very similar. Uh, but after that, it's kind of free-for-all. I'll do whatever I feel like on the day. Uh, when I'm traveling, I, I tend to enjoy it because it makes you get a little bit more creative and go through and, and try some exercise that you may not necessarily usually do because you always stick to similar equipment, similar machines and uh, different barbells and dumbbells and stuff that you would usually do. So when you're traveling, it's a great... Oh, you're fucking kidding me. All right, well, I might have to take this one. I'll be back in a second. All right, guys, well, good news. Um, there was absolutely nobody on the end of that phone call, so um, I'm stoked that they uh, they took the opportunity to interrupt our podcast today. Obviously, their phone call was way more important, but um, let's get stuck back into it. So that was lesson number three. Lesson number four is that mobility is extremely important when it comes to injury, injury prevention and peak performance. So particularly when traveling, like most of the time when I travel, it is in a plane. It's not in a car. Um, or it's both. So I, even if I've got an hour flight, for whatever reason, I feel like my hips just tighten up straight away. So as soon as I get off the plane, I really prioritize my mobility. So I'll stretch out my hip flexors. I'll try and, I'll try and stretch out my piriformis, my glutes. Um, I'll do plenty of glute activation and make sure that especially before I train lower body that I spend a good amount of time doing mobility and foam rolling before I start because um, the plane really does not do much for your hips at all. Um, and if you're going into your training session uh, with tight hip flexors, 
weak and lazy glutes and hamstrings, then it's kind of like a recipe for disaster and a recipe for an injury, which is nobody wants that shit. So um, take the time to, you know, take a little bit of extra time each day to do some mobility. You'll feel so much better. You'll take a lot of pressure off your lower back. Um, Your training sessions will be much more effective and efficient because your mobility is better. Um, And that's just a recommendation that I give absolutely everybody uh, when traveling. And even when not traveling, mobility should always be a priority for you in terms of whether or not your training is going to be effective or not and also for injury prevention as I mentioned. Lesson number five five, is that day-to-day distractions and stress is killing our workout intensity. And what I mean by this is, you know, text messages, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, emails, stresses from work, stresses from your family, your relationship, your friends, all that stuff is genuinely killing our workout intensity and um, me in particular because I I notice when I'm away, like especially while I've been in the States, a lot of the time when I've been training, it's first thing in the morning. So everybody in Australia is asleep. So I can't even fucking talk to anyone if I want to talk to someone. So what that's really taught me is that all these distractions that I usually have when I'm back in Melbourne and I'm working out and I might be checking my Instagram or I might be talking to someone in the gym or I might be texting my friends or whatever it may be, even though I'm still getting the workouts done, there are plenty of distractions there that are taking away from the intensity that I should be putting towards my training because I've been having some unbelievable training sessions while I'm here. I've been putting my headphones on, picking a great playlist um, on soundcloud and there's plenty of different playlists that if you guys are following me on instagram you would have seen the gym playlists have been choosing lately which have been unreal but i'll put my headphones on all the distractions are gone because there's no one to talk to um, i'm in a gym where i don't know anybody and i just get the session done and it feels awesome like i have uh, my intensity is so good my focus is great have a bit of caffeine you know i feel really really great and you know i'm getting some really productive sessions done which is awesome which has now led me to kind of realize that I am way too distracted when I train back in Melbourne. So what I'm going to do when I get back is really try and, uh, you know, leave my phone in the office when I'm training or put it on airplane mode or whatever I need to do to make sure that I'm not distracted while I train. So one, I can get my sessions done a lot quicker. Two, the intensity can be a lot greater. And three, that it's more efficient and effective when I'm actually in the gym and I'm getting the most out of my time. Okay, so we've got a few more lessons left. And number six is that few... Uh, <laughs> Either these cocktails are very strong or I need to uh, get a bit more sleep because I cannot speak today. But number six is that food is fuel. Um, And if you're not eating right, don't expect to train and recover at a high level because when you're traveling, typically your food choices may not be as good as what they usually are when you're at home or you may not have access to the nutrient-dense meals that you would usually have. And it's, it's definitely noticeable. So... When I travel, what I tend to do with my nutrition is that I, instead of having my usual you know, four to five meals per day, I'll tend to have two to three instead and have higher calorie meals, um, you know, more calorie-dense meals for the day and make sure I still hit my calorie targets and my protein intake. But the food choices that I'm selecting may not be as great because I'm in a different country, different city. I'm trying out new things. There's, you know, there's burger places that I have that I've been missing, like In and Out Burger. If you've ever been to LA and you've tried In and Out, you'll know exactly exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, if you haven't, then and whenever you come to LA, then you need to do yourself a favor and go to In and Out Burger because it is the greatest thing. Um, but you know there's typically different meals that you wouldn't usually have and there's places that you're trying you might be having some alcoholic um, drinks whatever it may be but 
You may not be getting as nutrient-dense meals as what you're typically used to, and it does make a difference. So food is fuel, and if you haven't been eating enough, then you can definitely notice a difference as well in your training and your energy levels throughout the day. So um, I think it really has taught me that I need to be right on top of my food, whether it be making sure I get enough micronutrients from fruit and vegetables, um, spacing out my protein intake for the day. Um, you know, Maybe not choosing the less nutrient-dense meals such as the burgers and all that type of stuff when I am traveling if training is a priority at that time because it doesn't help in any way, shape, or form even though in the end of the day for body composition, as long as I'm hitting my calorie intake and my protein minimum, then I'm going to see results. But you also got to keep in mind that it's it all does come down to how you feel as well because if you feel like shit because you're sluggish after having a huge meal from a takeout place that or you know a takeaway place that um, is serving burgers and chips and it just makes you feel like shit, then your training session is probably going to be shit as well and uh, you're going to be holding a lot of water and um, from all the sodium and stuff like that. So food is definitely fuel and that's a, a should be a priority for pretty much everybody. Lesson number seven is that you need to learn to improvise to keep intensity and focus up during a workout. And what I mean by this is that uh, a lot of people will go into the gym with their set workout plan, exactly what they want to do, the exact machines, the exact exercises, the, the sets, the reps, the weight, and all that bullshit. And then when they get there, someone's on it and they stand around like a fucking weirdo for about five to ten minutes because someone's on the machine they want to use. And I'll tell you what, if there's one thing that pisses me off more than anything in a gym is seeing someone wait at a machine while someone else is on it until they're done. So I think traveling is a great opportunity to get a bit creative with your training. Okay, so remember, we we are trying to perform certain movements, not specific exercises. So uh, I used an example in my daily email list the other day where I said something like a squat. A lot of people hate squats. You can get the same stimulation of the muscles that you use on a squat from other exercises such as leg press. So when you're going into a gym when you're traveling and they may not have the equipment you want to use or someone may be using it, then you need to get creative and take that opportunity to change training up a little bit and, and get a bit creative with the exercise selection and the movements that you're doing and, and go in there and actually have a bit of fun and, and put some thought to your training instead of just going in like a robot or a zombie and following the same fucking program that you've been following for the last eight to 10 weeks because that's what you're being told to do. Um, you know, get in there and, and have a try of different things you don't usually do and you'll probably find that you enjoy it a lot more. And, you know, I absolutely love going to gyms that I don't usually train at and trying out different exercises, trying out different machines that I don't have in the gym back home um, and seeing how they feel and just giving them a go. You might love them, you might hate them, but it doesn't really matter in the end of the day because you're still moving, you're still getting uh, that energy expenditure that you want, you're still stimulating the muscles that you need to stimulate. It's a win-win. Um, you either like it or you don't, but in the end of the day, you're still moving and you're getting the result that you want to get. So don't go into the gym and just act like an absolute flog and stand there and, and wait for someone to finish on the machine you're on or get pissed off because someone's doing the exercise that you want to do. Go in there, get creative, try something new um, and still see the same result and, and enjoy yourself. Now, coming up to our last lesson, number eight, before we wrap up today's podcast and I hope you've taken some value from the show. As I said, it's Easter Sunday here today. Um, 
and I sent out an email to my list this morning. If you're not on the email list, by the way, the, the list that I keep mentioning, you can sign up for free in the show notes. I send out an email from Monday to Friday to my list, the best content that I can possibly think of on the day. Some days it's good, some days it's shit, but in the end of the day, the average is probably pretty good, I would have thought. So sign up if you haven't already. But what I sent out this morning is like my tips to getting back on track after Easter. Um, because I'm sure a lot of people that are listening today and a lot of people that read my email this morning are probably feeling a little bit guilty today after eating a little bit too much chocolate. And you know, the steps that I sent out is one, make sure that today or tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this podcast, that one, you get back onto your macros straight away. Your normal macros, whatever they're meant to be, get back onto those. Two, if you're meant to train, then train, put the extra calories to good use. Um, three, increase your water intake. Four, make sure that you do not stress about it. it. It's not the end of the world. Realize that macros and training and stuff, it's not the end of the world if you don't hit them. There's more to life than hitting your macros and fucking going to the gym. Number five is that make this week extremely consistent. I guarantee you'll be back to where you want to be by the end of the week um, and everything will be fine. Um, but getting back to number eight, which I have fucking no idea why I went on that little rant there, but um, what is number eight? Ah, that's right. I don't know why I told you guys that it was Easter Sunday, but enjoy that anyway. So number eight is that most people don't have real reasons for not training or taking it easy while they're on holidays. So we, we I've discussed this in podcasts before, but a lot of people have their on and off switch where they're either on or they're off. But there's absolutely zero reason why when you go on holidays or while you're traveling, why you can't train or why you shouldn't train. If you usually train, if you have a goal that you're trying to achieve, then stick with that goal. Just because you're traveling doesn't make a difference at all. If you have access to a gym, even if you don't have access to a gym, go and train. Get the work done that you need to get done because you know most people uh, have excuses as to why they're not training, but they don't have real reasons. And that's something that I'm big on is because if you have a genuine reason why you cannot train, then that's fine. That's 100% fine. But if you're just making up excuses to make yourself feel better um, and you know to allow yourself to kind of you know let yourself off the hook a little bit then you're really not serious about your goal. If you have uh, a goal and it's a priority to you, then you'll get it done. Okay, regardless of whether you have access to a good gym, a great gym or a shit gym or no gym at all, you'll get you'll get the job done. And I think that's a great uh, thing to focus on when you are traveling because a lot of people just throw their training out the door when they travel and use the excuse of you know not having time or they're trying to enjoy their time off or whatever it may be. But even if you train less than what you usually do, you can still get some good sessions in and stay on track with your goals. And I think that's extremely, extremely important. So these are some of the things that I've taken away from training and traveling at the same time. Uh, I genuinely think that my physique at the moment probably looks better than what it did before I started this whole travel period that I've been on at the moment. And uh, I attribute that to the fact that one, I've been extremely consistent with my training. Two, I've made sure I've got enough protein. Three, my cortisol levels are a lot lower. My stress is a lot lower because I'm just enjoying myself with family and friends. And it's been work as well. There's been so much work, but it's still been so fun and I get so many new ideas when I'm traveling. And um, obviously, I get time to relax like today. Just literally just came back up to the room from the pool. Um, it's been a great day. I've had a, a, such a good time over here in LA and Vegas and about to head back to Melbourne 
um, tomorrow, but I wanted to get this podcast to you because I know so many people can benefit from it. So if you have taken some value from today's show, make sure you take a screenshot of the episode and post it up on your Instagram story. Um, let me know your feedback. Let your friends know about it. Um, you know, getting that first-hand recommendation uh, from someone else is the best way for some, you know, your friends to go and listen to the podcast. And the more people we get listening to the show, the better. Uh, the more time I can put into it. So, thanks so much for tuning into um, today's show. I hope you've had an awesome Easter if you're listening to this just after Easter. And um, I appreciate you tuning in. If you haven't subscribed to the show, make sure you do. And I can't wait to bring you guys next week's episode. Um, enjoy the rest of your day.